0: Guys, welcome back to another video in this Creative Financing Series. Pace, thank you so much. This has been so fun. We've covered so much already and we have a lot more to cover still. Yeah. Isn't it fun? This is all, literally lock me in this chair. This is all I wanna do. I can't thank you enough for how much value you're bringing to the channel, to the series, talking about creative financing, guys. I hope you're really enjoying that. Please let us know that you're really loving this series. We're gonna keep cranking out videos that are gonna really help you take creative financing to a whole new level, make this a real thing in your business. Uh, Reminder here, there's a link below in the description. It's got the playlist. We're putting all these videos in that playlist where you can go through them. We're trying to do this sort of in like an order. So if you really want to do this well, kind of start at the beginning and work through all the videos, then maybe go back and pick the ones you want to learn more about or like refresher. And that's awesome. In this video, we're going to be covering lease options. And lease options is a unique strategy That kind of fits when some other things don't. There's some pros and cons. Pace is really going to break down when lease option is the best strategy to use. Because kind of like you want to do maybe some of these other ones where you take ownership, but in situations where maybe that doesn't make sense or you can't, a lease option is a great way to still control that asset and kind of
1: lock yourself in. So let's talk, create, let's talk uh, lease options. Okay. So benefit to a seller that's selling to you on a lease option. Why would a seller give you a lease? and an option to buy instead of just saying, rent my property, okay? The benefit to selling on a lease option is the seller gets to commit you into an option at a very specific price, okay? So let's say my house today is worth 200,000. If I'm selling a a lease option, what I do is I take uh, the annual appreciation in my local market. Like historically? Historically, so Phoenix is like 6%. Yeah. And I'll go, okay, my house is worth 200,000. I'm going to sell my property to this buyer for six percent times five, which is thirty percent on top of the two hundred. Okay, so I'll commit them to a two hundred sixty purchase price today. And that's because it's a five year. It's five year. Five year option. So I'll get a five year option. I'll say, all right, sell. All right, buyer. I'll let you lease the property to me. None of these payments go towards your your uh, payment at all. It's just a lease. Literally, it is a lease with an option to buy. There's two contracts, always two contracts. A lease that is a traditional lease with an option to buy. Okay. So the seller gets to go, I will lease the property and I will cash flow for the next five years and I will commit you to a future price as long as you can qualify to go get a loan and bring it to the table and pay me off the 260. Okay. The great thing about a lease option for the seller is that the seller usually gets a lease option fee, usually averages around $7,500, much larger than just a lease like security deposit. And what that does is for the buyer, it locks them in. The buyer's like, great, you're going to lock in a price for me. It's going to let me come up with a second source of income, maybe get a raise at my job, fix my credit or whatever. And I don't have to worry about renewing a lease every year or You selling the property, there's so many benefits to a lease option on both sides. So you'll get sellers that go, I don't really want to sell my house. Well, at least not right now. And I go, okay, well, what if I could, what if I could sell her, give you a price, your house is worth, what What do you say today? 200? Yep. Okay. What if I could lock you in at 260 that I would buy your property at 260 at five years or sooner? So if I decide to execute on year one or execute a year, year two or three, guess what price I'm executing on? At 260. At yeah. 260. Okay. It gets the seller excited to go. Oh man, this is great. And you'll give me an option fee? Amazing. Yeah,
0: and the option fee is non-refund, non-refund, non-refundable. Right. Vulnerable. It's a because it's consideration. You have to have consideration with an option. Right. So he keeps that
1: if even if you don't exercise the option. Exactly. Okay, that's so a got, benefit to the seller. Yes, it's a benefit to the seller. So now, why would a buyer? Okay. Why would a buyer that's not an investor do this? Okay, let's say I'm just a homeowner or I'm a tenant. The biggest problem with tenants, especially my tenants, that um, we will only do a two-year option or two-year lease with our tenants, mm-hmm. and the reason being is because rent rates are constantly going up, and so I don't want to lock myself into a three, four, or five-year um, rental agreement because I won't be able to bump up my rents. I want my renter, my renters, moving out every two years so I can clean up the property and raise the rents 15% every two years, right? Phoenix is that crazy that I can keep raising my rents. So there's tenants out there that go, man, if I could just have three years or five years that I could just know that my landlord's not selling the property, he's not going to do anything to me. And I could really establish myself in my job, finish school, get married, get a second source of income, fix my credit, fix my credit. And I just know my rent's not going up and I have a locked in price I'm okay giving him a, a deposit against that um, and even fee.
0: even sometimes you can structure where some of the payment will go towards the purchase. Yep. So now really what they're doing is they're building up a down payment. So when they are ready to execute that option, they can show like a lender, hey, I've actually built up five thousand dollars in down payment right. through my
1: monthly payment on my lease. Okay, right? so, so there's it's really beneficial to a buyer. Very beneficial to a buyer. And this is where you as a wholesaler come in. Because you can wholesale a lease option okay, to an end buyer, somebody that's sitting there going, man, if I could just have five years where nobody was raising my rents or threatening to sell the property, I would be happy to do this. You can wholesale a lease option to an end buyer, make five, seven, or even upwards of $10,000 assigning lease options. It's a major opportunity yeah. for you. okay? And you're out of the deal. So you don't care. I mean, you care. You hope people execute their option. But if they don't execute their option, they end up not buying the property. You still made $10,000 yeah. in signing the deal.
0: I even learned a really cool strategy. I learned this from Cody Sperber uh, years ago. But what he would do is he would put the lease option deal together. He'd co- he'd go get the uh, the lease option buyer. Mm-hmm. He'd collect the $7,500 down. Mm-hmm. Now, he, now he keeps that. Then he'd take the deal to a buy and hold investor and say, here's a zero down deal. I've already been paid because I'm keeping the option fee. Here's this deal buy and hold investor just steps right into a cash flowing property because he just wants another deal in his portfolio and wholesaler didn't want the, doesn't want to manage a rental. He just right. wants, so he took the option fee and made it super easy for a, for a buyer to then step into that deal.
1: Wow. That's smart.
0: Yeah. I really like that. So
1: same idea though. It's creating, it's wholesaling your lease option. Here's another really cool thing that you can do with lease options is, um, you can really help tenants out. A lot. We have a lot of single mothers we used to do lease options with that are like, I have one income, I can't qualify for a mortgage, but I think I'll get a couple of raises over the next couple of years. If I could just stay in one place where I don't have to move my kids to a new school, a new church, a new this, a new program, please just let me build my roots. It's hard to build and justify roots as a single mother with kids if you've only got one year on a, rent, a rental agreement or two years, but you give them five years, it's very helpful, but here's the most helpful thing we would service all of our lease options with a servicing company so that when our renters would go to get qualified for a new mortgage, it wasn't a new mortgage. It was a refinance Mm -hmm. because you can show the um, lender that they were making payments through a servicer. The the lender looks at that serviced lease option as they were making payments to. And they would count that. They would count as a refinance, which makes it way easier for them to approve. Yeah, because
0: now it's not twenty percent down; it's based on equity. And if there's equity, then it could be a zero down refinance for that buyer to execute on the option.
1: Right. So lease options are good in a situation where a seller's like, I don't know that I want to sell it, but I, I, I'm ent- I can be enticed at a higher purchase price as long as. Um, most of the time the lease option payments don't go to the seller cuz their biggest advantage is like i'm cash flowing with nothing paying down on the principal so when you execute your option at 260 in 5 years i kept all that cash flow yeah. and the, the here's the disadvantage to the seller okay this is actually why i used to i stopped doing lease options okay cuz lease options are both an acquisition strategy and a disposition strategy. I used to do a lot of disposition on lease options. So I would acquire seller finance or acquire sub two, and I would turn around and do lease options. And the reason I would do a lease option is because I go, I can get 7,500 bucks, like right now, Mm -hmm. most people never execute the option. And so I basically, these people at the end of five years, they're not gonna execute the option. I get the property back, I could go do do it again. Lease option. Here's the problem, COVID hit. Retail went through the freaking roof. Mm -hmm. And what, retail meaning housing, like single family homes went through the freaking roof. So people were like, even when they went, I had a guy in Chandler, I buy a deal subject to, I sell it to this guy on a lease option. Mm-hmm. He at the end of like five years, he goes to a bank and the bank's like, nope, you have horrible credit. Who the freak are you trying to fool? We're not giving you a loan. His property had, the property had gone up so much beyond my lease option price. How did he buy the property from me? He couldn't get approved for a loan he went to a hard money lender and cashed me out because it was-, it was the, still
0: better. It yeah. was still better. Because he had equity from the appreciate, all the appreciation. He had so yeah. much
1: money he built. And I was like, I left all that appreciation on the table. So I've recently, about a year ago, stopped doing lease options on my exits because I really don't want people taking stuff out of my portfolio. Yeah. A lease option means that and that buyer's gonna end up buying stuff from you.
0: I mean, the honest truth is, if, on the acquiring side, on acquisition, you always want to first get title. Right. So that's your other strategies like seller finance and subject two, right. because on a lease option on the, on the acquisition side, you're not getting title. Right. So it's okay if those other ones aren't going to work, but I would definitely say a lease option is down the list of your creative finance strategies on the acquisition side.
1: Yeah. It's like if seller finance or sub two didn't work or hybrid didn't work, didn't work. Let's go to the lease option. And the lease option is good in certain things, but you want to own assets, right? Yeah. You don't want to be sitting there doing arbitrage, which is the, another thing that we're going to talk about here shortly. Lease options are great for so many things, but overall, you want to do the other strategies first. Lease options, I, here's the thing, is if like you had 100 at-bats, sub-two, seller finance, cash, hybrids, those are going to probably take care of 60% of the opportunities, the 60% of the balls that are being thrown, thrown at you. Lease options are going to help you out with maybe 7 to 10% of those. Definitely agree with that, yeah. yeah. It's not rare, but it's not ultra common either. Yeah.
0: And just keep in mind, it's really important to make a distinction between acquisitions and disposition. And a lease option, you can acquire doing a lease option, then you can turn around and also sell or exit doing lease options as well. Which is called
1: a sandwich lease option. And um, last couple of things I'll say about lease options. Here's the downfalls to lease, lease options. One, I don't own the property. Okay? I don't own the property, which is problematic, right? I don't have control of the property necessarily. Two, the other problem is if I sell it on a lease option and the property goes up way up in value, I don't get that. You lost the upside, yeah. Right. The third thing that I ran it. This is a big. This is a big problem for me. Is I the terminology in lease options have to be very specific. I stood in front of the district attorney, or no, the attorney general, on a lease option deal. Okay, because I used the wrong terminology. And uh, here's what happened: I acquire a sub two deal. I sell it on a lease option. I took a deposit which you're not allowed to use, say, a deposit. It's not a deposit. It's not a down payment. Because what I w- it was told by the attorney general is I inferred ownership. By taking a deposit or a down payment on a lease option, I have inferred ownership because a deposit or a, a down payment means I'm lending them money. That's a buying thing. So right. an option fee... It's an option fee. ...is the correct consideration. An option fee was yeah. the, consider- the correct now, thing.
0: Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever done this? Because this is how when I worried about the equity situation where it appreciates too much. So I did a lease option where the purchase price was the appraised value at the time of payoff. Mm-hmm. Can you do that?
1: You can do that. The problem is what happens if the property goes way down in value. So you're hurt
0: if it goes the other way.
1: So if it goes the other way. So for me, we put so it- So that's our...
0: only, that would only be beneficial if it goes up, but if it goes, you take the risk if it goes down.
1: Right, so you take the risk if it goes down. So what we do on our options is um, we state that, if the property goes down in value that's not our responsibility because it's also not our responsibility if the property goes way up in value you yeah. take the good and the bad that's right and so makes w- sense. we say uh, no reason can you come back to us and say you sold me something at, t- at 260 and it's only worth 180 I want my option feedback. We we put it all in there and go. If the property goes down in value, you can't get approved. That for no reason is it our fault.
0: Just like if it goes up to three hundred and you're only paying two sixty. Yeah, I'm not going to come back good, to you
1: and say give me that give me right. the portion. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like I loved lease options for a long time. We probably did in a span of two years. We probably did a good two hundred. We did a ton of them. The advantage, one of the biggest advantages on a lease option exit, when I acquire a property. And I sell it on, on a lease option. More than seventy percent of people do not execute your option in a regular market. Which then, what I call it then, is just a glorified rental. It's a glorified <laughs> rental because here's what's great. About, here's a couple of things that are great about a lease option: the tenants are responsible for repairs. Yeah,
0: that's why a lot of landlords do it, and they're okay with it, knowing yeah. that knowing that there's probably a very low likelihood that they're gonna cash out. But it's a glorified. That's yeah, like right? how do I because yeah. you're putting repairs on them and yes
1: yeah anything what it was was anything we what we did is we said anything over two hundred and fifty dollars was their responsibility anything two fifty or under was our responsibility.
0: Now one thing that I'll do on a lease option is because you never want to set somebody up to fail. So what I'll tell someone is I'll say look here's a lease option. Okay great I want to do it I want to buy this property in the future. Great here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna have my lender just underwrite you. So that we can see if you're financeable and how soon and just really understand you. And so then if they agree to that, then, then your lender that you work with will take a look at them. They'll look at their job, their credit, all these things. And they'll come back to me and they'll say, Hey, if this person does a few things, they can clean things up. They could actually qualify to buy this yep. in 12 months, 24 months, whatever it is. And then you sit down with your, with your buyer and you say, listen, I want to put you on a credit repair plan or I want to, Here's what needs to happen. Let's also pay off these other debts. These, This is your list of things that will allow you to eventually buy this house. And so you're just helping that tenant slash lease option buyer qualify to actually buy that property at some point.
1: Yeah, the, the thing about creative finance is that people hear about like all these amazing things you can do and you can make all this money and you can create these notes and do all these things and make tons and gobbles of money. But the real thing that we're doing is we're not only helping sellers, but we're really trying to help buyers. And that's what Jerry's talking about is that our job is to provide value in the marketplace. Whether it's acquiring on on creative finance or selling on creative finance, our job is to truly put people in the best possible position.
0: Because let's say my lender looks at them and says, Jerry, there's no way they're ever going to qualify for a loan. Why would I put them in a lease option? That doesn't make sense. you look bad, too. It's not helping them. It's not helping me. There's no benefit to doing that. No one's going to win. So don't put someone
1: in a deal that they're destined to fail in. Why would you do that? right? So that's why that's helpful. Lease options are great because you can go and find a lease option deal today. Here's how you do it. You go to all the rental listings, you call the, you call the um, landlords that are renting them out and you go, hey, would you be open to an owner um, like a, an owner finance thing? they go, no, okay, what about me taking over payments? No, I'm not interested. I just want to rent it out. Okay, well, great. What if I rent it out, but you give me an option to buy it that I can execute at any time in the next five years? They go, okay, that's interesting. You're going to pay over market value. I go, well, I'm not going to pay over market value. I'm going to pay future market value that I may execute tomorrow or I might execute in the future. They go, okay, great. This this sounds great to me. You're giving me a guaranteed price at this number. Okay, I like it. You can assign that deal literally today in yeah. one deal. You can make $5,000 today on assigning a lease option. It might be the fastest way for you to get your next deal. Totally, yeah. Because
0: yeah. there's always a buy and hold that would love to have that in their portfolio. So many. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so that's lease option. Really amazing, guys. Again, we're going to put a link to a playlist that's going to have all of these strategies with creative financing with PACE. And what we're going to do now is we're going we're gonna to talk about... Novations. Novations, or do you want to do master lease since that kind of might fit...
1: Yeah, let's do Master Lease and then Novation.
0: Okay, so next video we're going to do is Master Lease, which kind of plays in nice to the lease option because that's one way you could do that. And uh, again, thank you, Pace, for all your knowledge, for sharing this with everybody. This is fantastic, guys. Make sure you tell Pace how much you appreciate this. This is a lot of Pace's time here. He's
1: trying to give me compliments over here, guys. This guy is a freaking genius. He's a flipping genius. What are you talking about?
0: Well, thank you, Pace. This is really amazing. We'll see you on the next video.